It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. All right. Welcome in, guys. Garden Report style. Welcome back, Jimmy Toscano, who has yet to witness yeah. a win. Thanks for um, having me. Yet to have a, yet, to, yet to witness a win in this series. They're two and one without Jimmy. Zero oh and two with Jimmy. Um, so it is, is what true? it is. Yeah. You missed two, three, and four. Oh yeah. Wow. Time flies when you're in the Azores. Time doesn't even and, matter. Anyway, nothing matters really. With the Celtics, time is a flat circle. We've seen this before. Truly, I, I would say, <laughs> time is definitely a flat circle in this team, and it's Groundhog Day today. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, of all the times, everyone we say stupid shit like that's the worst loss I've ever seen. That I would say, you have more right to be. Pissed, sad, upset, disappointed, disgusted, whatever adjective you want to apply, all of it, it, this game, this stage, this team, this moment, this opportunity, all of this here, to not get yourself up to play in this game was the most both unsurprising yet shocking thing I could – I just – Again, you don't see it coming, Jimmy. You don't see it coming, yet when it comes, you're like, yeah, I saw that coming. You know, Uh, before we get into it, we're going to get – it checks out. Yep, that tracks. We're going to get Jimmy's take. Uh, First off, we want to tell you again, uh, podcast, as always, is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Uh, Get your no-sweat first bet up to 1,000 in bonus bets when you sign up at FanDuel.com. Of course, Athletic Greens. Go to AthleticGreens.com. We'll be betting on the Red Sox soon. We got nothing else. Yeah. AthleticGreens.com slash garden. One-year supply. Vitamin D5 free travel packs. Terrific vitamin vitamin supplement. And, oh, yeah, they're back. HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com. Slash 16 garden, use the code 16 garden for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Let's get into this game now, uh, Jimmy. And holy wow, I mean, where do you start, buddy? Where do you start? Where do you guys? I, I, guys, I can't do the I can't do Joe the whole the whole show. Joe Missoula, I think it's the same all the way through. We kind of, if unless you want to talk about the end of last game, which I I didn't get to talk a whole lot about, we can talk about Joe. But other than that, 
This isn't. This wasn't a Joe game. For Joe Missoula didn't lose this game. The Celtics came out and played dead ass basketball. But Jimmy, what struck what struck you here the most? Just that dead ass basketball. I mean, I think they had every, again, and we've talked about this in other aspect in other games. But they had every reason to come out strong. And even like Brogdon said, like we're playing with desperation. <laughs> you know, before the game, you know, he called that. And it felt like they had the right attitude going into this game. But when you let a team like the Sixers just kind of do the same sort of thing over and over and over again. And that's maybe you can get on Missoula for that, but the adjustments just weren't there on the defensive end. It felt like they were getting anybody they wanted open with just a simple, you know, screen, screen, pick and pop to the three court. How many open threes did this Sixers team have tonight? Not I just mean, that. It, it was, it was yeah. comical. He had three guys. The, the Sixers would throw one screen and you'd have three Celtics on the switch covering the same guy. And then you could take your pick on who you wanted to take the open shot. And this isn't the first time it's happened either. So if you want to get a Missoula for just not having his guys look like any sort of way that they're in sorts, then fine, go right ahead. But you got to get, put it on the players. This is game, whatever now. And it looks like they haven't even played together on defense before. in, in a lot of cases, it honestly looks like they're just so completely, completely out of sorts, just the communication, looking at each other like, like, why weren't you there? Or should, 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 was that you who was supposed to be there? It's like, what are we doing here? So I don't want to sound like Bobby Manning and say, it's the defense, it's the defense. But honestly, <laughs> it kind of is, John. The offense is the offense. I mean, their, their, their poor defense is leading to that slow offense too. So it's like they can't get into their run-and-gun offense, drive to the hole, up-tempo style. The Sixers controlled the clock. They controlled this game. They got out to a lead, and they just controlled it the whole way through. They played their style. They did everything they wanted on offense, which allowed them to play better on the defensive end. There you go, Sixers and Six. Bold, so. bold, predi- bold prediction right there. <laughs> yeah, wow. He really put himself out on the line there. You call- Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. I just, I, I, I'm fed up, definitely fed up. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm tired. I think so many people, so many people I've talked to. Look at me. I'm tired. So I'm tired, man. And and for a lot of reasons, but this team makes me tired. So many people I've talked to are, are some, a lot of them aren't even angry. They're, they're apathetic, which is even worse, worse. Jeez. A couple of TH is coming in, but they're apathetic. They, 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 they don't even have the energy to care about this team when they play like this in the way that they've been playing, they're just, they're, they're kind of hashtag done. A lot of people are hashtag done with this Celtics team with the, with the makeup of this team. I'm not saying I know what the fix is. I'm not saying I know what needs to happen or who needs to go and who needs to come in. But I'll tell you what, if the Celtics do lose in six, like our friend skull has boldly predicted here, <laughs> change is going to come. Change is a coming folks. Cause you can't just, re-up this thing this is the best constructed roster you could have possibly put together they're built to win a championship and we're talking about bowing out to the philadelphia freaking 76ers with joel Embiid on one leg don't get me wrong heroic performance but nobody should be talking about this right now nobody should be talking about this so you have another real quick one last thing you have another you have another prime prime opportunity to go to the NBA finals and win a championship like you did in the bubble 
And what did they do in the bubble? They pissed it away. And it looks like they're about to do the same exact thing now. They're the only healthy team left in this whole damn playoffs. And they can't put it's it un- together. It's unbelievable. You look at um, and I, I left this, I left this up here too. I, I don't understand that I all due respect, you know, uh to Kevin. I I get it's frustrating, but two things are happening. The reason Horford and Smart are shooting threes, one, Horford led the league or was second in the league in three-point shooting. He's a little cold now. You want him taking almost every one of those threes he took today. Mm-hmm. Smart, a slightly different story. But the point being is Philly's loading up on Tatum, sometimes Brown, and forcing these things. So you're playing into their hands a little bit. But really the reason why – these guys shot and there were so many smart threes and this and that is because Jason Tatum was seeing ghosts and mm-hmm. couldn't get to the paint anymore. And rightfully so, because Embiid's just been an absolute monster down there. You know, credit where it's due. Like he's changed the entire series with his defensive presence um, because they're terrified to get down low. Uh, they, they can't do it. They, they can't get to the basket. They can't get anything easy going. So they are entirely reliant on those threes dropping. So you ask, why did they shoot those threes? Because they're way better than getting a shot swatted into the fifth row. Um, and that's what it comes down to. And honestly, those guys shooting threes are better than Tatum shooting threes because Tatum oh stinks at it. He stinks at it. Um, so I don't know what people want in this scenario. It was just... It wasn't that as much as, for some reason, and defense is a huge part, Jimmy, there was no effort, not the same that you saw in games two and three, fighting through screens and making it hard. The Celtics looked like they wanted tonight to be easy. They looked like they wanted... John. They want what? Don't go down that. Don't go down that road. If, If I hear a quote of one of those Celtics players tonight saying that, you know... We, we, I think we assumed that, you know, we could we, we were going to win this game. We didn't play hard enough. We thought that the Sixers were going to line up. No. Nothing is easy in, in life, but, but especially in the freaking NBA playoffs against a team that everybody doubted, including a lot of people on this show, uh, a player that a lot of people thought wasn't going to be able to even suit up. Um, and like those guys are playing hard. Those guys are coming to play. Nothing is going to be easy. None of these Celtics players should think anything is going to be easy. They've had a target on their back for a long time now. And by the way, this game doesn't come easy to a lot of these players naturally anyways. It's always been hard work for a lot of these guys to to have success in the NBA. And so they should be playing balls to the walls for 48 minutes plus five in overtime if that's what it takes. So – you can go on, John, but I, I, I can't imagine that's going to come out of anybody's mouth tonight because I would die. I would die if a player says that they thought it was going to be easy tonight. Because yeah. what, what's it going to take for you to realize that you have to bring it? You have to play hard. You can't <coughs> lie down. You can't take any NBA team for granted. And Embiid is out to prove something, and he's proving it right now. Proceed. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's just – um, I, I don't, I, I threw you off. No, it's just going back to it. I, I, I just, cause I don't get it, but that's what it seemed like. It's like, we've called you and I, Jimmy have called them front runners before. Oh my God. Um, because that's, I think that's true. Um, and I hate, here's what I hate. The reason I'm struggling with my words now, I do not want to take a freaking victory lap because of my reservations about the makeup of this team. 
I don't want to do it. It's not what I'm here for. I'm not interested in it. It's just frustrating. And You're the first you lap it, you've taken in a while. I don't want to do it. I don't like doing it. It's not what I. It's not what I want to do. But, but when you see, but no, because when you see things, you point them out. But at this point, you reach the end of the season. It's like you want to be wrong. You want it to not be true. Like, yeah. all right, guys, man, you want to give the benefit of the doubt. Man up, you know. I, I never got over That's how they said multiple, multiple times in the finals. Yeah, we didn't have the energy. We didn't match them. I'm like, it's the finals, guys. Like, how can right. you say that about yourself? Right. Just go do it. But like all of this stuff and the, all of these things that you think and you say them and you're like, well, I don't know that the Jays work together. I don't know that this core, I don't know that this thing. And everyone's like, shut up, dude. And like, I don't know what conclusions you draw. If they go out in six, I think they're going to lose a lot of people who've been defending them for a very long time. You know, mm. like, I think this is going to be, this is a team that absolutely should at least be in the finals, if not win a championship. 57 wins, top two in offense and defense. They they can literally do it all. And to see them do nothing right for an entire game that they really had to win with a clear path to the finals in front of them. By the way, over and, and over, the same thing, wrong, wrong, over and over. For it is, and and to watch the way they pissed away the other two games in this series, and people wrote it off like, oh, it happens, you know, they'll 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 win anyway. But I'm going to be annoyed by how they won. No, man, you're about to lose this friggin' series, and I'm telling you, if it's going to be a nuclear off season, if you do, uh, but the thing is, they could win, they could win the finals, Jimmy. We're still going to leave here and be like, I don't know about these guys, like. <laughs> It's impossible to ever be fully confident. No, it really is. Yeah, but it's their fault for us feeling that way. Like it is their fault. I will be you made I, me this way. Yeah, I will I will be kind of <laughs> doubting. I will be doubting this whole You made me this yeah, way. It's your fault. I will be doubting this crew <laughs> until the final horn of whatever game of the NBA <gasps> finals. Yeah. And I don't want to, but like like I said, John, and this is what I said. It's the Why? same thing. I'll be doubting Jalen Brown right up until his Hall of Fame acceptance speech, you know? Like <laughs> Right, right. But I I have I've said it like this. I have trust issues. I have trust issues. Man. Major. Serious, serious trust issues. I'm like, you know, use whatever whatever comparison you want. I'm like the dog that was treated poorly and like now he he'll never like trust his next owner or I'm like the 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 boyfriend who had his heart broken, you know, and I uh, just can't trust anybody. It's like Shilted that with the lover. It's like scoring lover. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly it's like, that. I can like never love again. Too. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. It could be a completely different roster. I'm gonna be like, the Celtics are a girlfriend who's cheated team. on you like 11 times and you right. keep going back and like, it's going to be this time. It's going to be different. You know? Yeah, yeah. She said, she said that like, they're going to, she's, <laughs> she's going to be different this time. She's going to bring more energy next game or ne next date. But, you know, this is a term they use in hockey a lot. I've heard hockey coaches use it. Puck luck. No, we don't want any passengers. Okay. We don't want okay. passengers. You know? I meaning, hope to God that Montgomery didn't use it yesterday, that pathetic post uh, that I, pathetic press conference. Talk about, yeah, we could do a <laughs> – I'm going to do an hour on that with Hags coming up uh, on oh. his podcast. Let's jump on. That was – Yeah. Did I, did, by the way, did anybody ask Charlie Jacobs a single question? What the hell is he doing up there? Doesn't matter. I digress. But yeah. like over we'll and over and over again. Yeah, it's the same. 
it's you don't want passengers. And that's what it feels the Celtics are at times is passengers. Like everyone's along for the ride, waiting for somebody else to do something, you know, and things aren't going great. Mm-hmm. And all they can do is like, it's the classic. They're like, it's like a baseball team down eight runs and everyone's trying to hit a three run Homer. Like it doesn't work that way. You grind, you put in the work, you get on base, you score a couple of runs, you have a clean inning, then you come back and you try to do it again. You know, like it's start the discipline that it takes. It starts with stops and then you run your offense and then you whittle it away, but they just tried to get it all back at once. And it was just a freaking disaster. So I don't know. I don't know what we're doing here. I do know that uh, Jimmy, you, I do know that Jimmy, you and I are not alone. We have right now, almost 2,300 people in the stream between our two YouTube channels, hanging out with us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, I wanted to say one other thing real quick. Real, well, okay, you quick. say one other thing. First, I want the first thing you say, thing you say is hi, Sherrod. Oh, let's go, Sherrod. He's still, what's, I thought what's you, going on, fellas? I thought I, you would have booked it out of there after that after that game, Sherrod. Jimmy, no, get I, your, I, I, I tend to show up for games. Oh, Jimmy, get your, okay, ooh, no, wow. I want Sherrod I want to go. I want Sherrod to go. Yikes. I'll get to my All point right, Sherrod, go. Embarrassing. Just absolutely, de- fans deserve better than this. Uh, this game meant Despicable everything. Seas. Yeah. This game meant everything, nice. and they gave us nothing. Um, nothing. Uh, they they made you know James Harden look like Houston James Harden. Joel Embiid at no point. I don't think Joel cracked a, a sweat gland in this game. Uh, absolutely no pressure at all that they put on the Sixers in any way, shape, or form. They're lucky that this game was just a 12-point loss because it could have easily been a 30-, 40-point loss. They were horrible. Uh, every stretch that they went on, and I give Doc Rivers a lot of credit for this because if you go you look at this game and you slow it down, every time the Celtics went on a 5-, 6-7-point run, timeout, timeout. We're not going to let them back into the game. Uh, and the Celtics, they missed, you know, Al Horford, I thought, embodied the kind of night that the Celtics had. He was 0 for 7. And I'm not sure if any of the shots that he took were contested. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the, a single one of the Embiid? shots he took was good. Embiid had the night off for the yeah. most part. Well, I, I mean, mean, they ran one sure simple action multiple too. times. Yeah, yeah. They, they ran one action multiple times. So I'm not, like, getting into Joe didn't adjust in the snap. But there was one time where they ran the same play about seven times in a row. Where they on the pick on the pick and roll coverage, they're playing to get the ball handler to head off towards the um, towards the sideline, and MB just floated to the free throw line and caught the ball and shot a free throw, like over and over and over again, and there was nobody there. Okay, a couple of them were on Rob. He's in drop coverage. He's standing in the middle of the lane and letting Joel Embiid shoot free throws. Nothing. Resembled. They played, and they, they gave played. it to him every time. Harden would go left, and he would turn. He would look bored by it. He'd turn around, back to Embiid, hit that shot. Unbelievable. The rotations were able to get their open threes anytime they wanted. All They were getting shots so easily you, you, you had all got, night. You had three Celtics players switching onto the same guy like in the paint. And then like 
take your pick of which Sixers player could just take an open three, Sherrod, it looked like. It there. was – I mean, th- again, th- this was pathetic. Th- this was pa- this was absolutely the most pathetic. This was worse than any game they played all season long simply because of what was at stake. You have a chance to put a stranglehold on this series, position yourself to get back to the conference finals by simply winning at home against a team you know damn well – you're better than it. And what do you do? You don't you don't even play at their level. You simply just show up and do nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I, I felt like tonight, Sherrod, they expected or wanted it to be easy. Yeah. Um, and and when it wasn't, they didn't know what to do. And they gave into the they gave into it. They they never they did not fight back. They didn't do anything. They gave you any sense that they gave a rat's ass about this game, other than, well, you know, we'll just go to Philly from here. Can I? Uh, there was no sense of urgency, and I can't, I, for the life of me, understand how in the hell can you get to this point in the season with a game of this magnitude, with all that was at stake, knowing <laughs> damn well that this was the best shot you're going to have to put some last-minute doubt into their minds, and you play like this? You play with no effort. You play with no intensity. You play with no disregard. You play with absolutely no semblance of understanding what this moment is about. And you're the team that went to the NBA Finals last year? Are you sure about that? Because you damn sure don't play like it. Yeah. I don't um, care as much about them losing this game as I do the fact that they gave absolutely little to nothing. no fight. At any point, there was – I tweeted this at one point. There wasn't a single two-to-three-minute two, two to three minute stretch where I'm like, here it goes. Here they come. Okay, good good effort both ways. Keep this going. Here's the, here's the run. There wasn't at any point in time, at any point in time. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and, and may, maybe two minutes. There was one point where they got it down to seven or five or six, and then it was back up to 11-12 and stayed that way the rest of the game. It would, They never threatened the rest of the game. Jimmy, you were going to say something. Yeah. I was going to say something. I wanted to post a comment, but we lost it because we're getting comments coming flying left and right. I so, can't scroll back on my chat anymore. I, I can only scroll so far, but the comment was, Jimmy, where's your hard hat? So for a lot of people, maybe you're new this year, the hard hat only comes out after a playoff win by the Celtics is sitting right here. The reason for the hard hat started because it, it it's going to work. It's bringing your hard hat, showing up, putting on the hard hat, putting on the steel toe boots, bringing the lunch pail and putting in your hours and coming out at the end of the day, feeling good about the effort you put in after a big win. This is the we least need- hard hat game that I've, that I've watched in a very long time. So, yeah, this is not. This would never be a hard hat game, and if they won, I'd no, feel this bad is, putting this it is, on. But this is grounds to destroy the hard hat. This is, this is a fireable offense. This is like when you get called in in the manager's office. Like, dude, you didn't, you didn't do anything today. Like, I want to hear from hat. Joe. Here, here's Joe. I think maybe acknowledging for the first time ever that his team played like ass. Here you go. Oh Jimmy, God, you thank you. Play as hard as you could after tonight. Um, I think we had the right intentions to play as hard as we could. Yeah, absolutely. Right into what does that mean? Game to, to what the hell is that? I have the right have intention to win a million dollars. Hold on, hold on. You guys started. It seemed like a January game. Um, what do you attribute to that? Is there something going on? Do you think that needs to be looked into deeper with this team as to why you can't kind of expect them to play a certain way every That's night? It's a, a great question. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I think when you have the intentions of really, really wanting to win, it doesn't it doesn't uh, work out for you well sometimes. And so I thought we had intentions of really, really wanting to win and trying to win it. And uh, sometimes when that happens, it has a, a negative effect. And so um, I think we just have to, you know, play with a freer mind, uh, take a deep breath, and um, regardless of the situation, we just got to be ready to play. 
So I think I speak Joe there. What he's what saying the is the intent. I, I, I understand. What he's saying without saying is the moment was too big for them. It got to yes. Uh, yes. So that's what he's trying to say is they went in here wanting to win, and then they all tightened up and played like shit, and then they couldn't get themselves out of it. The moment was too big for them. Rather than they came in and were blasé, I think he's saying – we, they wanted. They really wanted to win this game, but then too they played like ass them? and couldn't but, but and couldn't get their way out of it. Too big for them. How? Whatever but it the, was, they folded. They, they did not rise to the moment. I understand it, that, but it how got, is that it got still to a them. thing? I, I, it shouldn't be, and and that's a bigger question about the general makeup of this team and their core that's now been together for six years. This is mental, John. <laughs> yeah. This 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 is a mental hurdle that they aren't getting over and I, for the life of me i can't figure out why uh one of the but th- with this i can game rem- i'll tell you when what, you're done what this game reminds me of and we talk about this all the time every play every decision every rotation all of that shit matters when you get to this point in the postseason and when you screw that up and you know you're screwing it up Nine times out of ten, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. You go back and look at that series they had a few years ago against Brooklyn where they they, they swept them. Gentlemen, sweep. But all, all those games were close. Two or three of those games could have gone either way. They're going to look back at game one and realize the blown opportunity they had with no Joel Embiid. They're going to look back at game four and realize the blown opportunity by simply not making the right basketball decision in the latter stages of that game. And no matter how this thing turns out, even if they go and find a way to win in Philly and they come back here for game seven and win that, there is a clear, undeniable mental issue that they're going to have going forward. And I don't care who is waiting for them, whether it's Miami or whoever's out West, they have a problem that they need to somehow address soon. Because this this is – this is pathetic what they did out here tonight. Now, you say they're going to look back and regret. Not everyone necessarily agrees. Okay. Does missing out on those opportunities to get a win in either of those games, how much pressure does that put on you guys now? And, and how much is, – is there any level of regret or anything there with those games? There's no no, no level of regret. Um, pressure is pressure. There's no more pressure than the ones that we put on ourselves as individuals and as a team. And at the end of the day, like, nothing you can do about it right now. This is a situation that we're in. And the more we spend time worried about that, then we'll definitely won't be able to come out and execute. We shift our minds towards what we can control and kind of the situation that we're in and what we need to do to execute. You know, that'll give us the best chance. Okay. So that's where you're at. Uh, okay. Sherrod, when you were saying can't put your finger on why and what happens – I'm going to do it now, and this is going to – I said this earlier. I was like, Tatum's going to end up scoring 40 points, and I'm going to rip him for 90 minutes. Here we go. T- Tatum, coming out the way that he, Tatum coming out the way that he came out, and Tatum coming out the way that he comes out oftentimes in games, missing an entire first half in one game, missing an entire fo- first quarter in this one, freaking kills you, okay? When you look and you turn to your best player to lead you – and they and they're not ready to start the game yet, or not focused, or just bad, just bad. Okay, sometimes it's just you're bad, and he's just not risen to the moment. So I don't want to see the box score at the end of the day. I don't want someone to tell me he had a good second half. When you score zero points and a half in one game, when you score, when you make zero field goals in the first quarter of another game, when you score seven points entirely in a third game, you're not doing what a number four MVP 
uh, voting guy Justin. and a first-team All-NBAer is supposed to do. What Joel Embiid is doing is what an MVP candidate and a first-team All-NBA player does. Okay? Mm-hmm. Do you see the difference? Okay? Huge difference. Huge so, again, difference. it's easy to just say it's low-hanging fruit, and but it's like it starts there. And for what it's worth – the greatest fallacy in the history of Celtics basketball is this when they're winning Tatum and Brown are compatible when, when they're not there, you know, are they, or are we still stuck in my ball, your ball? You have a game this series where Jalen Brown took 10 total shots. Jalen Brown who started the game six of nine and had nine shots halfway through the fourth quarter of this game. Like, what are you doing? You're either giving the ball to the best player on your team or the guy who's been playing the best basketball on your team, or you're not. I don't understand it. So something is wrong. If the ball is in Tatum's hands, he is not involving the other guy who has a chance to take some pressure off him at all. They're not working together at all. And if you're going to rely on Tatum to carry you in moments, he's falling massively short. And that's the problem, John. He's he, he is positioned to be that guy to carry the team, but he's not doing it. He's not, and it's little things that that are for me. That's really frustrating. Like at the start of games, for example, he's able to beat his man off the dribble, and I know Joel Embiid is a is a very good defensive player. But damn it, you try to dunk on him once and see what happens. You you stop getting so deep into the paint and do that oh, drive and kick game. You need to set the tone, and I thought that was if. if even if you get your shot blocked, even if, if if make the effort to try to put them on their heels, show that you came to fight, show that you're trying to fight to go to the next round. Instead, you're just that's what's frustrating me about this team right now. They have the talent, they have the ability, they have the skills, but do they have the mental toughness and the fight in them? to fight back because Philadelphia has done exactly what you're supposed to do when you are the lower seed, when you are the team that doesn't have as much talent. You scrap. You make it a dog fight. You have guys like Tucker, you know, laying shots here and there. You've got guys like, you know, Melton coming off the bench, you know, doing things that you have guys that simply muck up the game, make it dirty, make it a, a just more of a, a knuckle-type game. That's what you do. That's what you do. I mean, James Harden. He's a defensive weak link, and you're not going. You're not attacking the way you can, the way you should. No, nope. uh, you're. It's it's like they don't. It's like they feel there's this need to make this more tougher than it is. It's almost as if they're they're just overthinking the process. Real simple: swing the ball around, get an open shot, and make it. They didn't do that. They start all of their possessions started with a shit ton of dribbling, and right. then all of a sudden you're at ten seconds, and you're like, should I run an action? Now, was, now we're gonna the- run something. You know, should I, should I, should I, should I get into something here? It was incredible. And they kept doing it over and over again. Uh, Again, we can keep going and going, but again, I'm always going to point to the stars and that's always going to, who's going to get the biggest slice of lamb pie for me. And and it's so different here. We do have to tell, uh, we got to tell you guys a little bit about one of our sponsors here. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Back to the game. We were here and we were Let on me Tatum. say something. I, didn't even get a, I haven't got a word in it. I, I'm bringing it back to you. I'm, saying, I'm going back, back to where we All were right. in the conversation. Good. Let's go Let's back go, Jimmy. to that. 
I want to say something. I got off my flight Sunday. I come home. This is after the Celtics lost. I turn on the TV. It's late. I'm watching Suns Nuggets. Two unbelievable teams, in my opinion. Two teams that would probably murder anybody out in the West. Or out in the East, excuse me. And I'm watching Murray and the Joker. And they just feel like two players with one brain. These guys, and I understand the positions are different. But these guys, you can tell, know how to play off each other. They know what each other's thinking. They know where to be. They know how to maximize their offensive possessions. They, they swing the ball around. It's not just them two. But for a number of possessions in a row, and I know the Nuggets lost this game. Maybe not the best example, but it wasn't to the fault of, of these two guys and what they were doing on the, on the offensive end. And it just made me think to the Celtics and how I just rare, rarely see, and I, it's, it's different offenses, but the Celtics just seem so much more independent when they're out there. Once in a while, we get in one of those games where they're whipping the ball around. Usually it's when Tatum and or Brown are playing. But otherwise, it's a very, like, just one-dimensional offense. Tonight it was one guy running into three guys right. all the time. One guy dribbling, and all of a sudden he'd look up, and there was a sea of people around him. Then right. he'd scramble to look where to pass to. Nothing was with purpose. Nothing was with shape. Nothing was no. by design. Nothing was, like, nice. Nothing was <clears throat> like, oh, I liked what they did there. You know what I mean? It was work, but they weren't coming to work. It was just they, they made everything look way harder than it needed to be. And it just feels like there's no flow. So I'm watching the Nuggets, and so it's like, damn, these two offenses, man, I'll tell you what, they're, they're got some – they're clicking here. They're clicking. And so that's the difference to me when I watch the Celtics right now is that I just don't see that pretty flow <clears throat> on offense. I don't see two guys that know where each, what each other's thinking out there. And it showed. It showed tonight too. Put the bottle down, Josue. What do you got? <laughs> Not yet, man. No. Hey, this season ain't over, guys. Come on, no bottle talk. Stop no, it, Josue. Josue, Josue, Josue you're coming in a tad hot. Back off the mic a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. He's not talking about your take and Tad wrong. Yeah, he's not talking about your take. Um, no, before we get to Josue's take, <laughs> let's get to sure. let's I'm hear, just gonna talk like this. <laughs> let's hear Jalen's take. Nice. Here you go, Jalen nice Brown. <laughs> well, let me ask you guys this. <clears throat> what are your two least favorite post-game comments? Number one, oh. didn't have enough energy, right? What's number two? Um, that's oh. the go-to. Here comes number two. When they say, Jalen, uh, we, what, what did break down defensively, especially with all the following here? Because it looked like you guys kind of reached the level you wanted to. Bobby. Two and three on that end. Uh, yeah, just unnecessary fouls. Um, Wait for it. Got in a little bit of foul trouble as well. It kind of just threw our rhythm off, um, and we got to be able to get stops and guard a lot better than we did tonight. Um, it just seemed like you know we couldn't get a stop tonight. And offensively, you know, Joel's blocking a lot of shots early in the paint. Uh, you guys are missing threes. Where do you need to go from there? You did draw a lot of free throws, but offensively, like, what did you think needed adjustment out of this one? Um, definitely get more organized, uh, maintain our spacing. I feel like yeah, we uh, I feel like we got you know kind of the same um, looks over and over again. We got a lot of open looks, and we we didn't make shots tonight. We got good looks, um, but I, I think yeah, that we can we can be better, and I think that we will be better. Yeah, Joe said that too. There's Not bad. Honestly, got, there's a reason why you got open looks. Joe said the same thing. That was a long answer. It was. They like their shots. That was the challenge, though. 
they dared these guys to beat them from behind the arc. When they couldn't do it, they doubled down on it. I mean, that's really what it – I mean, that's how that first half started, right? That and the second chance opportunities, the offensive rebounding, which Philly did a, a lot of a couple of nights ago. And it was the same thing here. I mean, it took these guys out of it, but at the same time, you were looking for that same type of response from the Celtics that we saw at least in the second half of last game. But I didn't see that outside of Tatum. Tatum, look, this isn't this wasn't pretty, but he had to fight for this thirty six for those thirty six points. He was going up. He, he was he was going at these guys, going going to the rack, not settling for shots after missing what six in a row. So I credit him for that. But he needed he needed help. Obviously, he needed other guys to step up, and he needed other guys to have I mean, that same mindset. He took 27 shots and was a minus 26 tonight. I'm not giving Tatum any credit for anything, honestly. I'm not. I mean, not even the free throws, which I told him to do. He finally got his last free throw line. Hell no, Joe. It was fine. He's supposed to go out and drop 10 10 three pointers and. and He's infiltrated. Joe Sway has been infiltrated. He's the best damn player on the floor. I don't think that's asking a lot of a guy who's a top five, supposed to be top five player, to be the best damn player on the floor once in a best of seven series. You call him top five, Gerard. I don't mean he's top five. I mean, first of all, second of all, second of all, he's not the best player on the floor. Jordan Beat is. This is the guy who scored 30 plus three nights in a row. What are we talking about here? Are you serious? Well, and beat on one leg. Jimmy, Jimmy. You, you just made my point for me. If Thank this you. was Joel Embiid in mid-season tip-top shape, yeah, he's not Joe Sway. Yeah, he's, but he's not, not even not close to like that. And he's he hasn't still looked, he has looked hobbled since last Friday, since well, game three. Here's he here's here's a, Joe Sway. Can, can we at least agree if Embiid's the best player on the floor, Tatum should be close, a close Thank second? You. He's not even the third say. best player. We're, we're sitting here debating whether or not who's better between the two. That's not the point. That's fair. <laughs> the point is your superstar is not playing like a superstar. The point is your superstar – and again, I laid this out beforehand, Joe Sway. Has had games this has had games this series where he scored only seven points total, where he didn't score for an entire half, where he didn't score for an entire quarter. And in this game, it took 27 shots, okay, for him to make nine field goals. So I'm sorry, eleven field goals. Eleven field, yeah. So no, I'm not giving Tatum flowers for sticking with it. I'm not saying give him his flowers, man. I'm just saying, like, he was the only one that was showing any positive sign of life. Any sign of life, I should say. I mean, yeah, I guess you because they all went one-on-one because he wouldn't give the ball up in the second half. He just shot. And he was two for nine to start the game. So He I, just I, shot, I, shot, shot, no, shot. He I mean, just kept second, going. His second half was, was better than his first. But, I mean, his look. Second, but, 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 Joe, that's a low standard that you're meeting. Yeah, that's true. Because he, cause he was fair. not very good. But look, the, this is the first game where I, I felt like Philadelphia showed some depth, to be honest with you. And and, and that's the problem with me because I'm like, wait a minute. I thought Celtics was the one that was deeper, right? Where, where are the other guys? And I'm not saying that like Tatum has to, you know, I'm not saying Tatum played a good game, but I just felt like he was the only one showing any life out there, you know, and, and especially in terms of energy and, and, and getting out and fast breaks. I mean, no one was doing that, whereas the Philadelphia 76ers were just so comfortable and and controlling the tempo of this game, especially throughout the first half. No, it's fair, Joe Sway. I mean, look, he tried, but I mean, too little, too late when you start out the, the way you did there. Um, Is it really? Loud? And again, Joe Sway, you're still coming in a little hot there, so just push the mic back. Weird. All right, yeah, I'm gonna back up. Just stop yelling. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I know that the yelling part didn't help. Yeah. It's all right. Sherrod upset you. I did. Yeah, you did, Sherrod. I did, and I and I meant to do that. I'm, I, but but look, Joe Sway. Again, I'm glad that I'm with I'm around someone who's got some passion. And came to came to work. I appreciate that. Yeah, wow, these guys man. bummed out. They've been bumming you out the last half hour. I'm just no, oh, they're, they're great. no the, the the two the 
Oh, that was a dig at the Celtics, guys. Yeah, yeah, damn, Josue. What you yeah, have you forgot about them already? I can't forget about them that quickly, <laughs> Have I, I ever wish taken, I could, but I can't. Do I take nights off? I mean, yes, I do. I, I don't appear do on I? the show. But when I'm here, no. I don't, I don't mail it in. We don't mail it in here, Josue. That's right. Well, I yeah. just caught up with Marcus, so maybe that's why. Maybe he's got me on a positive tip because uh, he's yeah. just – he's so – like that. He can do that to you. Yeah, right. Well, you know, Sherrod, but also it's it's just like it, it's kind of – it's kind of frustrating a little bit because you want to hear some more of that fire, but like that's just that's just who this team is. We'll figure it out. We're, we're gonna, you know, when our backs against the wall, we find out who we really are. And I believe it. I really do in the sense that there will be a game seven, but you can't rely on which team's going to show up. That's the problem with the Celtics. That's I'm not banking on the game seven. I, I, I can't feel. I can't feel, I, I can't feel confident that they can get to a game seven simply because. Philadelphia has played with a level of physicality and togetherness and focus these last couple of games that they're going to have to find a way to mess that up. They're going to have to find a way to play superior basketball. They're going to have to make open shots and they're going to have to do that on the road against a team that is so thirsty to beat them. And they have them literally right on the cusp of kicking them out of the playoffs. That Philly crowd is going to be so Jack, to me, the best shot the Celtics will have in winning game six is to be able to is, is for Philly to be too hyped, too amped for the game and and forget right. and, and don't play with the kind of focus we've seen in the last couple of games. Because Philly needs to turn into Boston. They, they, need, to, they need to do a little. No, or you need or you need is or you need a hot shooting game from the Celtics. You need, you need, a, you need a signature game from Tatum. I'm going to just put it out there. You need a I don't give a game. crap about Tatum. They just need to hit their threes. They need to hit. The, Bobby said it. I, I didn't a signature was, game from Tatum that would end up. Is this series? I think so. That's right. I think Bobby said it last. Bobby said it, and I kind of gave him grief. The forty percent mark is important for the Celtics because honestly, now at this point, they can't get in the paint in this series. Um, and so they have to knock down their threes. If they don't, they're in trouble. I don't know. It doesn't necessarily have to come from Tatum. If you don't have an 0 for 7 night from Horford, it's a different story tonight, too. I mean, they well, just if you don't they, get there, if you don't get the Philadelphia's bigs, <laughs> if you don't get them a reason to get out of the paint, they're not going to get out of there. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, again, this have to obviously knock down their shots. But it's it's really important at this point because Philly's like, man, this is it. We got these guys like that's their mindset right now going into this game because they've they think they, they figured things out. And you got to credit. Doc Rivers, obviously, for, for what he's been doing for his game plan, but also these guys have, these guys are motivated, you know, especially tonight. If they weren't believers, they certainly are now, obviously, that they can win this series. All right, bef be before we continue, let me throw this in here because I want you guys to um, – uh, Just real quick, we gotta, we got we to gotta pay some bills here. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, get back to it, guys. You question, were saying? Question, question, question. <clears throat> For Joe Sway. What's Mr. up? Mr. Positivity, Joe Sway. Hey. What did what did our our yeah. friend Marcus Smart have to say to you? You said you caught up with him. What what was said? So I caught up with Marcus in the hallway, and he's just saying that what this team needs to do is just speed things up, show more life, and a better sense of a better way to put it, I guess. Right? I, I mean, I think we all agree with that, but you also have to look at the way Philadelphia was in in whether it was in Boston or whether it was in Philly, getting out to quick, you know, quick 
leads in the first half, which is exactly what Joe Mazzula had said had to say after this game. And the same thing that Marcus was saying. I mean, look, I, I just feel like Marcus is in the same headspace as I am with this team, where it's like when they're backed against the wall, they're going to react. They're going to force that pivotal game seven. But even if you get to that far, you don't know which team is going to show up at the end, especially when you're talking about an experienced team or, or, or veterans or MVP, you know, and Joel Embiid. I mean, these, this is a this is a team, this is a, a core that will steal a game seven if you give them a chance to. I, I just think that's why the Celtics have made this incredibly hard on themselves. I do think it's possible for them to, to push a game seven, but we just don't know which team is going to show up in that game. So, I, I mean, I'm... Or game six, or game seven, or game one, or game two, or game three, or game four of the next series. I can't think about a game seven at this point because they have shown very little. They they haven't shown themselves. They better not be thinking about a game game six. Yeah, they better not be thinking about a game seven. They got to think about the next 48 minutes they get on that damn court and find a way to have more points than the opponent. Uh, I, I, this, listen, this is the thing about this. I just don't see Philly so. winning. I just don't see Philly beating this team three times in a row. I don't know. Maybe call well, me crazy. Call me wild. I will call you crazy. Because they three beat, times, Rod? Because they beat anyone three times in a row? Because I don't even view it as it's it's three, doing it. It's not That's three fine. times in a row, Josue. It's based well, on the break. most recent evidence what makes you think that the other that the Celtics are going to do something you know like that's the problem right now I I don't know here was something um one of the other we wanted, things we wanted to go ahead Jimmy go real quick one of the other things we mentioned to Ben John you, you, you've been and again it's always in the players first but when the playoffs come around one of the things we said was how is Missoula going to be able to make adjustments in a, a series where you are playing the same team a number of times in a row like this, and you do have to make adjustments and you do have to kind of treat it like a little bit like a chess match. Right. So, so you can make the argument that he's getting, he's getting pretty severely out coached by doc rivers. I would say if what I'm watching is true out there, I mean, well, sure. What I mean by that is, I mean, the adjustments in game, the lack of timeouts in certain situations feels like doc river hasn't made much, much mistakes out there. And whereas Missoula, we can name a we can name a number of them where he has second guessed himself, and we've second guessed him, and and I feel like even though his players ready to play tonight, and yeah, it does fall on the players, but I think there's also a responsibility of the coach to get your guys ready to go, get them in a position to feel like they have the energy to play and to feel like it's an important game, and not wait <clears throat> till your backs are against the wall to then play up to your capabilities. Well. The thing that we see, not just in this series, but just in, in playoff series in general, is whatever value you place on head coaches is amplified in the playoffs. It's where just like players can make a name for themselves in a the postseason, the same thing goes for coaches. And sometimes that name is bad. Sometimes you, you, you're exposed. Uh, and, you know, again, this is Joe's first go around as a head coach. And we all know he's going to have his share of mistakes. And he has done a lot of good things well. But the margin of error from a coaching standpoint, from a player standpoint, and a playoffs is so small that every bad decision that is blatantly obvious could be the literally the difference between you getting on to the next round or not. Because think about it. If they would have played game one just uh, two or three possessions better than they did, and if they would have done that for game four, then this series is over. And if you do it for one of those games, then you're up 3-2 going to Philly with two shots to win one game, one in your building. So they have made just enough mistakes. They've 
squashed that margin of error just enough to put themselves in a position where their backs are against the wall. And Joe Sway, if we're talking straight talent, then yes, they're going to bounce back and it'll be a game seven. But I'm not buying that because the mental part of the game is kicking in. The coaching aspect of this series is kicking in. And that in itself is kicking the Celtics ass right now. Um, yes. We were Thank talking you, about sir. Joe. Guys, honestly, like. It's I, not even I, about talent anymore. It's not about talent. Sorry, John, go. No, it's fine. It's fine. Go ahead. It's not about talent. It reminds me of the Bruins series a little bit. They were they're the better they're the more talented team from start to finish. And they were up three one in the series. And Joe Sway, guess what happened? The other Hell, team. They were three up three in one in game seven, Jimmy. They were up three one in game seven. Right. At the yeah. crib. So it, right. Go ahead, so, John. I don't grade on no, listen. I don't like to grade on a curve, but Joe Mazzula is not supposed to be here. It's a given that he's going to run into difficulties, okay? It's understood. It is. It's the playoffs. As Jimmy said, it's a series. In those series, you see a lot of adjustments because you're playing the same team over and over again. That's a big thing. We knew that this was going to be a thing. The deeper you get into series, the more you are worried that he's going to get severely outcoached. Doc Rivers, though he is outperforming him here, is not a coach that anybody considers to be among the more cerebral adjustment-making guys. And most people in Philly have wanted Doc fired for three years. So I don't want to overstate what Doc Rivers is doing, just to understand that Joe Mazzulla is going to be at a disadvantage in most series that he's against. But outside of Spolstra, you don't think anybody's like coaching circles around him. The other thing is he's now he was number three on the depth chart. He's not supposed to be the coach. He's it's he's he's the emergency starter who got called in at the very last second because you had no one else. He's not supposed he's years away What's from supposed to be an NBA coach. So, so we can't of- criticize. No, I'm saying it goes without saying that this stuff is going to happen. Like, oh, that's funny. It, Everyone's calling him coach of the year. Your you know, players, your, your players are as good as their players are better. That's known. The coach is not. That's also a given. Okay, so I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying I don't think it should be that surprising that in these moments he's going to fall a little bit short and trying to make in-game adjustments and this and that. That being said, I think he's made some this series, just not nearly enough right now. And in this game, I thought it was brutal allowing Philly to do the same thing over and over and over again and never being able to kind well, of get a it. handle on the way things are falling apart. This was another Missoula soundbite here. I'm not making excuses for it. I'm just saying I'm not that surprised by it. Here was Joe again. Bobby was asking him about, you know, whether this was a, you know, just a bad – I guess a bad game. I don't know. You call it a really, really bad game. What do you think in particular? I mean, I don't mean bad. I thought our intentions were good. You know, I thought we we tried to play hard. I thought we tried to play the right way, especially on the offensive end. I thought we got a lot of good looks early that didn't fall, and theirs did. Uh, and then I think when you're in that situation, you're just trying to win it back. And so, um, like I said, it's the first time that we just, we just didn't play well, and uh, we just got to regroup and get ready for the next game. It's not the first time you didn't play well. If it was the first time you didn't play well, you wouldn't be down three two. Got you, 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 you were losing last Damn. game. You, you, you were bad most of last game. Yes, <laughs> you were bad most of last game. You were bad all damn near the entire first game. Yeah. What, 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 what? am I missing here? Like the third one, this series. I, I, I love, I love, I love how many, how, how far you have to get to. We played hard by saying, I think we intended to play hard. I don't understand what that means. I, I really don't get the that. The series would be over. This would be a sweep if 
the score was based on intentions. Yeah. Well, no, intended- according, to, according to him, intentions is just showing up, which is literally yes. just I intended to diet today, but I ended up eating a whole pizza. <laughs> you know? So what does that mean? It means <laughs> I didn't do my job. John that, that, John, that literally means that I had a job that I intended to do, and I didn't do it. I, I should intended, that back. I I intended that back to day work out today, but, but instead on, on I said I intended. I intended to do the right thing. Cruel intentions. The movie Cruel Intentions. I stared at the. I intended to have no alcoholic drinks this yeah. weekend, and I wound up <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> yeah, right. But you intended to it not. Be the case if they, this intentions was there this way. But yeah, I had the right intentions. That's like some. That's some like. That's what is that? Something like. He does jujitsu. Jimmy, that's stuff. bullshit. That's what it is. Yeah. Remember, is that just like karate it stuff, or like what? What does that mean? That's like karate stuff, right? This almost makes this almost makes uh, Joe Mazzulla admitting that he should have called a timeout like a bad approach. It's like almost wish he didn't do. That. I would not you have know, done it. I would not have done it. I like, would he, not have done it. But I, res- I respect. I respect him tremendously for doing it because that that that's the ballsy thing to do in a, in a playoffs particularly in a place like Boston well, that's what a veteran coach does Raw. that's what like Popovich does or you know what I mean like you finally I got res- I respect Joe for owning up to that I do but, the, but what bothers me though Joe Sway more than anything is that it's great that you own up to it but it's supposed to be a teaching moment you're supposed to learn from that and I didn't really get the feeling that there was something he took from that moment in game four that was applicable to game five. And there were lots of opportunities for him to build off of owning up to basically a a bad decision on his part. Um, This was another game where Jalen Brown was once again, the guy that was the most efficient score for you. Tatum needed 27 shots. Brown got 16. Um, I'm not crazy about that. That difference though. Both of those guys need to be around 20 shots per game. Because and, that's what worked during the regular season. It was 21 Jaylen, and 20. Right. And I'm, and I'm looking at the numbers here. I mean. But Jalen Brown even says, sure, a couple of games ago, I need to be more, you know, I need to make more points. That's him being polite. Yeah, that's he was a, very polite. That was such yeah. a PC statement that he made. And, and especially when he, he set out the question like that. Yeah. He knew he knew that wasn't him not doing it. It's like, because they won't, they don't give it to me. They right. run these actions that I'm not involved in. I'm stuck in the corner and no one passes. So what do you want me to do? I'm not, my number's not being called. Like, it's oh, just I, not. I get it completely. That's they get what into said. pick and roll actions with Tatum having the ball and he's not part of the play. His job is to stay. His job is to create space. His job is literally to stand there and do nothing. That's literally what the what what the plays are designed for in those instances when he disappears. I've always thought that that was a little much. With the Jalen's got to get involved. What's he going to do? Blow up the play, run and friggin' you know Leroy Jenkins just charge in there and like you know. (laughs) <laughs> just take it. Oh no, no, Lee, damn it, Leroy. Just, char- just charge it, into the Jaylen. breach. Damn it, Jalen, he blew up the play. You know, can I can I switch it switch up the topic for a second? Yes. Still Celtics related, but uh another guy that that you'll never see, you know, take over the play <coughs> is a guy that I hope that we could finally say that the Celtics are not saving him for for like the playoffs anymore. He's done. Can we can we finally RIP the they're saving Rob talk? Can we RIP that permanently? Because they're not saving Rob for anything anymore. He's just no. unable to be effective, and unfortunately, Al Horford is paying the price significantly because he's stuck out there in a lot of situations and positions that he probably wouldn't be in if Rob Williams 
could do what we all thought Rob Williams could do, which is basically cover five positions and jump from the from the cylinder to the three-point line and block shots. Rob Williams isn't even in the game, okay? So this whole talk we had all year of them, you know, kid gloves with Rob Williams and saving him for this and, and, and 10 minutes here and 15 minutes there and DMPs here and there and all the fans saying, shut up. It's only, it only matters what he does in the playoffs. Well, folks, here we are in the playoffs and, you know, a, a massive situation where you're playing an MVP and another uh, an MVP big man and Rob Williams can't even find the court. Can't even Rob, track 20 Rob minutes. Williams mentally looks like three years ago, Rob Williams. I don't know where is I don't know where he is right now. It's out in space. <clears throat> it's out in space. He missed the flight to this game. Missed the flight to this series. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, I just wanted to make sure we got that in this because I did mention it earlier uh, on Twitter. I've been pretty critical of, of his unreliability this year, but with the hopes that it would all come together and flip the switch and all that crap that we talk about. It's not. And Missoula's even kind of basically criticized him at points too, saying they want to see, you know, after Rob has a good game, they want to see that the next game and they want to see it the next game and they want to see consistency. You're just not getting it. And maybe it'll come out that he's still really hurt and he's playing through pain and he's going to go and get surgery right after the, after the season ends. Maybe that's all fine and dandy, but he's either been hurt or ineffective or unreliable basically since he started his career in Boston. And it's another huge question mark that they, they're going to have this offseason, regardless of how it ends, is what you do at that center position. And right now, you, you can't rely on, on him to be, uh, you know, a major, major part of it, it feels. So that's where I'm at with it. You guys can disagree if you want, but I think I've seen all I need to see uh, at this point. Uh. This, I mean, Jimmy, you, you, I agree with most of what you're saying, but I, but again, because of what we know about Rob, what we knew, well, let me finish from an athleticism standpoint, there's always the potential for him to be a difference maker at, at some, at any given point. However, if we're focusing on the, his body of work, then you're right. Uh, you can't trust him. You can't trust him to be out there more than 19, 20 minutes, and even that's a bit of a stretch. But even I mean, now, game, he's not even effective. Like, right. I'm, that's my biggest thing. Give me 20 good minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's not alone. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you, you start going down the lineup. No, not at all. They got a but lot. I, and I, I, just, I just wish that at the very beginning of games, they would come out and actually play with a high level of aggression. Uh, if you're able to beat your man off the dribble and get into the paint, don't settle for the contested shot try to damn dunk the ball if you're athletic enough to do that uh i i thought again this was a game where tatum made the i think the playbook traditional right play dribble drive cmb kick how about dribble drive cmb and yeah. that's trying to dunk on him every now and then you could and i mean this doesn't help i mean we're talking about the game rob had i, I mean al al's al's having a tough time too and, and we yeah we didn't even touch on al and al, al was brutal and, and and Embiid wasn't guardable tonight, so like every time anybody tried to guard him in the block, it was a foul. And then when he caught when he caught it, he was just allowed to take uncontested free throw jumpers. You know, so it just it was just one of those silly games where 
it, nothing was working at all. If they threw bodies at him, also the Celtics just played the dumbest friggin' defense I've ever seen. Forget about bad effort. They tried to put hands in there every single time people went up with a shot. For the love of God, like just have them go up and over you. You play with your feet. You keep them yeah. away from the basket as best you can, and you contest clean. You contest, yeah. Just go up and and put your hands up every time, reaching, slapping, blah blah blah. All this lazy, lazy shit. They fouled just all all game long. It wasn't just reaching and slapping down at the ball and trying to, you know, get blocks and and dumb contests. But Al killed you all friggin' night. You can't have these. He did. He killed you. But I I think can't this have performance these. is this performance is is not indicative of how he's played as of late. He's, he's had, not. He, he hasn't been shooting well. And, and he hasn't and, been shooting well. He's played with thirty percent. And, and I blame most of it on Duke. Um, you know, for for getting for razz, razzing him a little bit. Yeah, not for nothing. Getting John, under his skin. I'm glad you brought that up because that dude was so happy after the game. <laughs> and I feel like it's because of that. I yeah. feel like it's because Al was yeah. open. The only the only happy person in Boston right now is Duke Castiglione for throwing Al <laughs> off his game. <laughs> the only yeah. guy. See, see, that's why I laughed because yeah. he's not a he's not. He a is. I told shooter. you he wasn't an elite shooter. Laugh at me, will you? Yeah. So. Ooh, yeah. Hi, Bobby. Bobby. That was rough. <laughs> what up, Bobby? That was rough. Hey, Bobby, good questions. We we listened to a few on the show. All right, Bobby, yeah, what, do you, I, what do you got? Gary Gary was walking down this road, this guy's too. guy's falling. That's what Bobby about to say. Yeah, I'm not going there. Remember a year ago I said they're done at 3-2 when they came back. I could see oh, that wow. happening again. I'm not, right, I'm, not, right. I'm not banking what, what on it. What were you saying? Gary was what? Yeah, sorry. Me and Gary were kind of walking down the same road in terms of this team wants to keep slamming the book on its bad games, especially these ones, the big time letdowns. And the answers you hear repeatedly in these spots are just move on, on to the next one. Tatum especially leaned hard into that uh, idea of just, you know, forget this one and move on. And we keep talking about this team's issues and trying to learn from them and address them. And I can't help but think, even though these are probably just cliche answers to get out of the room after a tough loss, I, I can't help but think that that's actually what they do. I mean, they're six and five in the playoffs now. The inconsistency is maddening. A lot of the same issues keep popping up, and there's a lot of, I'd say, divided answers when it comes to actually tangibly addressing these things. So are they just like rolling well, the ball out there again next game? I know they're watching film and they're talking about stuff, obviously. Bobby, but don't this you stuff think that's resonate? been a problem all year, though? Like, this has been a problem said, for years. No, no, I'm saying with this particular team, haven't we not said this time and again? I don't think they actually agree in that room okay, who they yeah. want to be and what yeah. type of ball they want to play. You know, you've got Jalen saying we should attack, and then you got Joe saying we need to take more threes, and you got Tatum saying I need to step up, and other people saying we need ball movement, and some people saying I like that we do this, and other people saying that we're not doing enough of that. Like all you know, some people saying we gotta lead That's a great we gotta point. lead with defense first, and others say the key to our team is our offense. I we've talked about them not having an identity, which is so strange for a team that finished first and second or second and third or whatever it is respectively in offensive and defensive of rating the reality is on paper they can do everything well yet they don't have a hallmark a signature thing that they can lean in on and be like this is who this is who we are this is what we do this is how we win so does everybody go home tonight and thinking if i do this tonight if i do this next game we'll be good but they're all thinking different things yeah yeah you see it play out on the court you see it all the time 
It's like Dude, a bunch f- of musicians reading from different sheet music sometimes. Like they can all play, but they're playing different songs, you know? So like you don't know sometimes. It does feel like they don't really know exactly what they're supposed to do, uh, you know, in some of these moments. So I can't really tell. Yeah, but then yeah. they'll show up on like they did in game three and they're like all in unison, like yeah. a freaking orchestra. Like it's totally. It's, it's, I think that's more about just how good like the you. talent is, Josue, though. I don't think they reach a breakthrough and get on the same page. I just think all of a sudden they're all good at once. Here's Tatum. Yeah, but it's talking. a one night only show. That's the yeah. thing about This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Yeah, here's Tatum talking about it. How much of a challenge will it be to regroup from kind of a, a just a bad performance like this in such a big game? Um... I mean, what I keep saying is, is nothing that we could do about tonight. Um, it happened. Uh, it's unfortunate. Oh right? We wish we could change That's it, but not annoying. not how life works. Can't go back in time. <laughs> um, I don't know what sounds worse. Get ready for Thursday. Just ignore. Sounds cliche, but it's as simple as that. We got a flight tomorrow. We're going to watch film when we get there. Okay, okay, we get it. I can't hear that anymore. Oh, you missed the ending. Oh, it's you guys. <laughs> it was yeah. one of you. It's not me. I'm hearing it in your background. It's not the Tatum bite. You <laughs> still hear it? It's like a vacuum cleaner somewhere. Oh, no, I don't hear it anymore. I don't it's hear not me. I'm right here. Oh, you no. can hear me. Oh, who just did that? Who just? Oh clicked? no, this is great. Bobby, move your there. It's Bobby. Yeah. I freaking knew it. I freaking knew it. I'm playing it again. All right, let's play it. Again. Part of that mic. We're getting feedback from that mic. Yeah, what is that, a boom mic? Now we can't hear Tatum. Huh? I can't hear Tatum. Now I can't hear John. I'm going to try Tatum one more time. Give me a second. Ready? Get ready for the game on Thursday. Thank you. How much of a challenge will it be to regroup from kind of a, a just a bad performance like this in such a big game? Uh, I, don't, I mean, I feel like I keep saying it, is nothing that we could do about tonight. Um, it happens. Uh, nothing you can do. Uh, it's unfortunate, right? We wish we could change it, but that's not how life works. Can't go back in time. Uh, just got to get ready for Thursday. And sounds cliche, but it's as simple as that. We got a flight tomorrow. We're going to watch film when we get there, get some rest, shoot around Thursday, talk to you guys again. and. Say the same shit again and uh, get ready for the game on Thursday. You got that right. He swore. No, these guys don't learn no lesson. Yeah, they got it. Yeah. He just said Seems say like the it. same shit again. They'll be yeah, good. Tell us about it. We know what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah, Marcus gave me that same life, that same line about life. I wonder if that's like a Joe Mazzula thing that is just like embedded in their head. Probably. Probably some... Uh, Life lesson there, Joe Sway. I guess. Here's one, here's one for Sherrod and Jimmy. Absolutely. I agree completely. Hey, they I gave, mean, they gave uh, Cornette, Muscala, 
Uh, we saw a little Hauser tonight. We saw a little Pritchard. A little bit. I forgot Hauser's push. still on the team. Jeez. How close did they push you, Jimmy? 12? What's that? Sherrod has reached the rubbing his eyes portion of the show. I don't know if that means he's tired of us or 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 just. just, I'm just. I'm I'm, I'm tired of the bullshit. I'm tired (laughs) of hearing them. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Well, it kind of is a big deal because it's kind (laughs) of the playoffs, and this is kind of what you've been sort of playing for all year. Well, let's ask the big question. Let's ask the big question, Sherrod, because we're an hour in. We might as well get to it. Can they win this series? Absolutely. I think we all agree on that. No, they but, don't, Bobby. You'd be surprised the energy I walked into. I was like, geez. What you guys think they're done? Yeah. Sway, you came in with like freaking Joe rainbows Sway, and Joe and, Sway showed and up in green pom-poms and, 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 and just, I'm just like, Joe they just got their ass whipped. You come in here and they you won guys, by 30. You guys think that? Pony. Sway was just like, go team, go. Joe Sway came in. Everything is awesome. Joe Sway was just like. Wait, so you guys. I love how Tatum played. That was Joe Sway. Joe Sway came in and said, we're not done yet, guys. That was the only good thing. And you guys were like, Tatum is the worst player. Hold on, hold on. Raise your hand if you think they're done. Nobody's going to say Nobody's that they're done. Right, that's what, I just, said. That's what but, I just said. So, But there's also no reason to believe that they're not done. So yeah, that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I mean, this optimism, while, while appreciated, it's, it's just not, not based on reality. No, reality it's, not about, it's, the, not about, it's not about optimism. It's about win or lose. Uh, I, I, they just set the end of the road. Like, like this, this is just group just never going to figure it out. We we joked about it earlier. I said this team could win the title, and at the end of the year, I'd be like, I don't know if I trust this core. So, like, they've done enough damage to you at this point for you to truly wonder whether or not they'll ever figure it out. I think enough things could break their way that they could win, that they could get there. You know what I mean? It happened last year. Last year year could have been a second-round exit. And the entire idea about this team would be, like, if they don't get to the conference finals or later this year, it's a fair – like – there would be enormous pressure to advance deep after a failure last year. But mm-hmm. I think they got to the finals and everyone had this false sense of like, they're right there. They got there last year and now they win. So now anything short of that is going to feel like a massive failure. But it's again, it's the same group for six years. I don't know how you feel good about it if they fall short. At this point, I hate doing the, if they don't win, you have to. But you do have to now at some point look back and say, it's the same guys, six years, three different coaches, three years. We got to yeah. change it up. And that was always the argument. The argument by splitting up the Jays that people couldn't wrap their minds around was not that one guy is bad. It's that are these guys complementary pieces that make each other better? And it's always been a bit of a question mark. So you're going to question it if they fall short. No question about it. I'm not not getting to that point yet. We can have that conversation. Way down the road. But that's good. That's where the conversation is going to go is the core has to change. Yeah. Yeah. Look at tonight. Early on, it's Tatum driving and kicking, ton at the raise. Brown gets the ball. He's forcing the issue downhill. Second quarter, Brown gets no shots. And Tatum finally gets his first shot midway through the second while Brown's out with foul trouble, and they're disconnected for the rest of the game. Uh, I think that's where everything stemmed from. You don't see those two, and I'm stunned. We looked at the numbers last game, John, to see Tatum's passing to Brown nine times a game because that looks good on paper. Uh, eight last game in particular. I finally got the number. 
But that's half higher of those, than when half of those are outlets, Bobby. They're not yeah. in half court sets. It's a rebound and an outlet half the time. It's not yeah, that's re- what I'm saying. It's surprising to see that because you don't see it in action. Like we know there's just a disconnectedness there. They're not screening for each other like we've seen them try to do in the past to get you know in the same uh, sequence as each other. And Jalen, I don't know if you played the cut, said I thought we were running the same thing over and over again tonight. And I felt that way too. Uh, just some kind of pick and roll so with Al or pick up pick and pop with Al or smart roll or yeah. Joe's Joe looks Joe, a little lost in this game. Joe 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 has a thing that he thinks he's like, here's what we do well. So let's just keep doing it until the results change. That's usually his approach. <laughs> and you become predictable. As we said, <laughs> the type of defense they were playing, there was that point in the third quarter, Bobby, where they ran the same exact pick and roll um with Harden, uh, and the Celtics forced him to the sideline. And um, and he would just turn around and send it right back to Embiid, who's just standing there for a free throw jumper. Oh, they ran it like five, six times in a row. Celtics never adjusted their coverages there. You know, there's just certain things that they just don't do in game. They to- defense stunk tonight. And I've said this all year, John. I don't know where you want to go with that because they lost their defensive identity this year, and it's coming out at the worst spot, the, the passiveness on that end. You go back and look at last game all the passive switches they gave up, all the mismatches they're allowing. It's fine, but if they – if they're, I'll still go back to it. The defense wasn't great, but the uh, to me it was the offensive dysfunction that killed them. If they score 120, they win. You know, like this is just – I mean, they, if, they, if they're hitting their threes, the, the, the bad offense leads to bad defense. It always kills them that way. It, it yeah. really does. The, the, I'm going to look at this game. I say the defense wasn't great at all, but offensively they looked like they'd never played together ever in their lives. Like it just was but so last bad. year. You can lean on that defense to win on a bad shooting night. And the record's not terrible when they don't shoot well this year, but it's bad enough. And there's enough bad shooting nights in general for it to throw them in the inconsistency. And that's what we said about this team, John at 21 and five, you're shooting 40% from three. They look like the warriors. We ask, are, is this team, the warriors, and the rest of the way, they've just been an up-and-down team that kind of leans into shooting, defends sometimes. As Joe Sway said a few minutes ago, looks unbelievable on their best nights. On their worst nights, don't really seem to have answers. But the biggest thing tonight, they just didn't have answers. Where were the adjustments on either end? They, they didn't have answers for anything. They need to take it to Embiid. I feel like they're still afraid of him. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like what, what happens to Friday night when you saw Tatum juke him so bad that his, his knee buckled? Like, he needs that kind of pressure, you know? And I, and I feel like it, it can't just be Tatum's. That'd be other guys, too. I mean, shit, someone mentioned Blake. I mean, maybe Blake is a guy who wouldn't be afraid. Oh, you know? I'm not saying. Enough with, yeah, it's not going to be Blake or Pritchard who saves them. Right. Well, that's the thing, though. Yeah, they're not going to save him, but I'm like, it, it's that type of like energy that this team needs. Maybe not from those guys in particular, but I mean, you're wondering who, what kind of curveball Joe's going to throw here because he has to. He's got to shake things up in a big way in game six. He has to throw something at Doc that he hasn't seen yet up until this point, you know? Otherwise, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like, that's the point of a series. There's no curveball. It's, it's, it's Tatum. And I've said this so many games. Sh- show up. All right, well, if he, if he has a signature performance, yeah, that puts you in good position. Forget but I, signature. I think, I think just, just, just be there. Just be present to start the game. Oh, for how many times has he done this now? The this rest of the team can't wait. The rest of the team can't wait for you. They yeah. can't. They've gotten down early twice and, and, and hadn't couldn't. One time they did come back and fell short, and the other time they couldn't. You can't do that. Show up, man. It's so frustrating. 
especially when we're talking MVP and first team and all this stuff. Best player on the floor. Right, right Josue? No, that's Tatum, I guess. According to, according to Blake Let me ask you, this. you. Let me ask you, Sherrod, I'll ask you this. <laughs> to be our quote translator, the, the bite we played from Jalen earlier, the long and winding one where he said, we definitely have to get more organized. Is that a shot? Um, is there a shot at the coach? No. Or is, that a, is that a shot at the people who have the ball in their hands? I think it's a shot at the people who have the ball in their hands. Because because the, the one thing that, that Joe Missoula does is, is he really does empower his players to make a lot of the decisions that happen in game. And so if you've got a player saying that we need to be more organized, he's talking about the guys who handle the organization more than anyone else, and that's the players. Uh, I think that's a Tatum thing. I think he's looking at Marcus Smart uh, as guys that need to do a better job of organizing the team. And he's, and he's right. They have to be better because uh, clearly, you know, they have matchups that they can lean into that they just don't for whatever reason. And as much as I think Philadelphia's Philadelphia's defense, I think has been pretty solid of late, there's still enough cracks within that defense that the Celtics aren't taking advantage of. And I think that's kind of what he what he's what Jalen was, was alluded to. Facts, my dog. Yeah. One of the few shots Jalen took. <laughs> wow. Well done, Jimmy. Well done. There it is. He just well, he just got that in there too. To when, when Jimmy's when Jimmy's tired, when Jimmy gave wants everybody to show else a chance. Yeah, Jimmy <laughs> resorts to zingers when he wants to show to end. Real quick, we want to tell you guys about another one of our sponsors, Athletic Greens. Check really this does. out. Jimmy loves it. He stacks it. Um, I stack it. All right. I'll be stacking it tomorrow with uh, sunlight. I'll be stacking it with some uh, beef organs. Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing. Um, yoga now too so it's there it is athleticgreens.com slash garden go there check it out get five free travel packs and a life uh year supply of vitamin d lifetime lifetime. great 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 supplement (laughs) take it in the morning instead of chasing a million different pills and vitamins this is your one-stop shopping source for all of those different things that you're getting for energy uh recovery <clears throat> focus, uh, immune system, gut health. Uh, it's all in there. So just check it out. Athleticgreens.com slash garden. Uh, as we said, you get that free gift that's on the screen and you get this uh, free gift as well. When you sign up, support one of our sponsors and you do get a free garden report nice. t-shirt. Um, so guys, what are we doing here? Um, what are we doing? Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Di- what are we doing? <laughs> Showing up question. is obviously one thing. What are we doing different in game six? Attack and beat. Attack, attack and, attack and beat. <laughs> Test him out. Um, I wish you'd have done more of that in this Talk game. Him down. Because he's going to be, oh gosh, he's getting healthier as his day. But don't you feel like on. they did that, Sherrod, and he had that first game and he had five blocks and then they kind of stopped? Even though they yeah, won but- the game? But I that think, happened but I, a little bit in this game. Too. That's the last time they did it, John. Friday, last Friday. Well, I think you've got to you've got to be very strategic about when you do it, and I, I just I, I think that you, you need to set the tone. You need to make it clear that you're there to fight, even if you get just. <laughs> and to me, yeah, he had some blocks and he did it, it, his job, but he did that in the second, third, and fourth quarter when he's out there. He's at that point, he's got a nice rhythm going. He's feeling good about himself. Do it from the outset. Do it from the jump. See what happens. You gotta try something different. Is is, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I'm going double big. Try it. Oh. You haven't tried it enough in this series. Bring back that defensive identity. Pile up stops. 
put a bunch of bodies in the paint that are going to make it tough for them to finish in there, have Rob in that health position on Embiid. They've minimized Rob just, in this area. Can you can say I, You can't have a Smart and Rob lineup right now. <laughs> with, uh, You'll with get way, offensive rebounds. With the way Tatum is shooting threes at this point, you just – that lineup, what are you going to do? I mean, it's yeah, just going to be – You're going to get stopped. You know, you know how Joe is, though. He wants those extra possessions. He wants those uh, second-chance opportunities. I so. can't stand that I, anymore. That I can see him man. going that row. I can see him doing that double big. I mean, they, but either they, way, they, man, these guys got to attack and beat. I mean, I you got to generate – yeah, like just what said, you got to generate extra possessions somehow. I don't think right I play now, Rob anymore. I don't, but that's the way Missoula thinks too. When Embiid is out, I go small and I spread it and I try to shoot, shoot like crazy. You're about to shoot again. You're gonna live and die by the three. Yes, I do not bring. I am done. I'm done with Rob for this series. Joe would do something like that too. I I think Rob's done with Rob. I I go Grant and Hauser when Embiid's when Embiid's out of the game. I'm not kidding. Shoot, 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 shoot. Done. I'm done with it. He I think that. Rob's helped you when in that drop off the bench. And yeah, he's not able to get out on Embiid and all that. But get the shooter defense. some minutes. Get John, shooters minutes. Rob has done how many, nothing. How many? I, I've been screaming this from the rooftop all series. How many minutes did Tucker play tonight? Thirty-three. You have thirty-three minutes where Rob could be on the floor just ignoring him. If TJ Tucker wants to shoot fifteen threes and TJ, hit ten, you know who? You know who else gets ignored? You know who else gets ignored in that scenario, Bobby? Rob, but Rob again, you need to pile up some stops right now, and that's a great way to pack the paint, throw some doubles, get some turnovers. You only forced nine turnovers in this one, and I think that's been one of their biggest problems all year. Bobby, doesn't that tell you where they're at with Rob? That even with PJ Tucker playing that many minutes, he's just rotting on the bench after a full year of everybody telling us they're saving Rob for the playoffs. Doesn't that tell you where Rob is at? I get what you're saying to some degree, but I also think Joe wants to play small, wants to have the versatile offensive lineup out there. And even tonight, you heard him talking about how the offense is dictating how they're defending. They need to take the right shots and do different things on offense to set their defense up. They got to bring the attack on defense next game and create these transition opportunities for themselves. Going bigger gets you extra opportunities on the offensive end. The one thing I love that Joe talks about are those shot totals, John. And they keep losing those because they're turning the ball over. They're giving up the offensive rebounds. They're giving up the free throws a lot of time. I mean, you shot 38 free throws in this one, but you fouled 30 times. They only, You're turned, overwhelmed. It over, they only turned it over eight times tonight, Bobby. Yeah. I know, but you only forced nine. Yeah. Yeah. So it just ends, it's, you built no advantages for yourself. Even no, I mean, they got point, killed, they got killed on the glass today. I mean, but again, uh, offensive rebounds were nine to nine. The, the, you know, the reason Philly out rebounded them is because Boston missed every shot. So there was a lot of rebounds to be had on the defensive end. Well, they, they got, they grabbed five of them in that first quarter. So I think and then they grabbed the yeah. early lead, but yeah, it wasn't long. even that. It was literally the Celtics are bad at offensive basketball tonight. They looked like they'd never played before. They had no offensive flow or game plan that everything was difficult for them. Yeah. They got some open looks, uh, you know, throughout the game at various points, but for the most part, they were working really hard. That's one thing with Tatum. I find there's no I feel like he no superstar works harder for his points than Tatum. Everything right. is difficult. They're all contested shots. They're they're tricky. They're tricky finishes at the rim. They're and, never and you know what too? It's getting it's harder so and harder. Rarely yeah. easy. Yeah. He just doesn't just rise up and just hit a jumper. It like open. Mm-hmm. Everything is with people draped all over him. Contested pull-ups, all of this stuff. Nothing is easy for him. Remember it's the not. beginning of the season? 
They're so far from that point. You want to get better as the year goes on. This team peaked Move in the first the month ball. or two. They didn't do it tonight. It, it's the same formula. Play, put effort in on defense, live with the results as long as you're constantly trying, and move the basketball. Like, I mean, just do that. And then figure out other things that you can do on the fly, adjustments, rotations, X, Y, and Z. But those are the two baseline things you have to start with. Effort and then some sort of energy and movement on offense. Every when they deviate from that, we're they chasing, didn't have energy tonight, John. None. Right. We're we're <laughs> looking for we're looking for answers, places they don't exist. If you don't show up to play, what's the point of scrutinizing who Joe brought in in the second quarter and whether he adjusted right. or shouldn't have done played drop coverage? They didn't come to play. They didn't play. They didn't. And from minute one, they didn't execute any of their game plan. What do you want to happen after that? They decided they weren't in this game. Do other do other fan bases or do other teams run into this issue, or is it just? I just can't imagine. Everybody hates their coach. They literally want to fire Steve Kerr right now in Golden State. I'm not not coach, but just with the team's effort. I mean, not coach. Like at this point in the year, are other teams calling out? Calling yeah, you see it, but those are effort. trash teams. You see it with like the Knicks, you know, right. and things like that. You see it with teams that fail and they're that, losers, yeah. right. and they're the type of teams we 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 say on this show those are loser teams, and right. Celtics will kill them. They'll never do it. So yeah, you do with the loser teams. Yeah, and now the Celtics are playing like those teams. No. Yeah. Anyway, Game Six Thursday, <laughs> in what um, shockingly could be the last Garden Report of the season. <coughs> Which the line is out. Yeah. What's your guess? Celtics, Celtics, Celtics 76ers Celtics line is mi- out on Celtics, Celtics minus two and a half. Any yeah. other guesses? It's Celtics I'm minus one. It's Celtics minus, minus one and a half. Three. One and a half. It's minus one and a half. So, yeah. again, I think game four is like one. a half point. Yeah. Yep. And Embiid keeps looking better. Harden's playing good in the series, which no one saw coming. Mm-hmm. The I'll Sixers give... are doing things well. I think Doc's coaching well. He doesn't. He's not going to get credit for it, but he's coaching. He got well. some oh, on this credit. show. Yeah, he got plenty of love here. <laughs> oh, Joseph hated it. We 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 gave love to hey, the hey. for a minute. I didn't say I didn't say any Doc slander. I'm giving my prediction. Let's give our predictions. I'm going first. I have the Sixers winning this game on Thursday night. I don't like what I see. I have the same feeling I had about the Bruins. When they couldn't get their shit together, pardon my French, and a worse team than them was playing better than them consistently, mm-hmm. and they were showing up, and they were physical, and guys on that team were stepping up, and their leader was stepping up, talking about um, who's uh, Florida's guy there and blanking on, the American. Kachuk. Uh, Kachuk, thank you. That's like they're in bead right now. So I don't like what I'm seeing from the Celtics team. I haven't really loved it for a while. They've gotten into some bad habits. I don't trust that they can pull themselves out of it. I don't trust that they can execute down the stretch because we haven't seen that recently. And I have no reason to believe that they're going to win this game on Thursday. I'd like to be proven wrong, but I don't know how I can predict that they're going to win this game based on what I've seen yeah. uh, over the last few games. So that's where I'm All at. Right, with Sherrod? Yeah, I'm, I'm with Jimmy on this one. I mean, I, I there's no doubt in my mind that they're the better team than Philly. There's no doubt in my mind that this is a game that they should win. But there's every reason to doubt this team because they've planted that seed and they've watered that seed this entire series of not feeling comfortable and confident that they're going to handle their business. So um, I think they'll win game six. But, again, that's based on me 
deep down believing they're going to figure it out. But the proof that we have to work with says a completely different story. I think they win. We've seen them in this spot. This is where they play their best. Game seven, though, you never want to end up in a game seven because I always think it's a coin toss. The coin probably flips a little heavier toward the home team, but you don't have Grant at this point. Again, minimize to the highest degree to hit a bunch of threes and bail you out that way. The Tatum-Brown thing looks disconnected right now. Uh, Rob, Al, you, know, you look at what they're faced with right now. You, it's, it's, a, it's a tough matchup right now going against Embiid, the level he's playing at. Um, whoever hits more threes in that game for seven is probably going to win. Talk about game six, Bobby. Oh, yeah, I got him in game six. I think the Celtics got Okay, Joe Sway. You guys already know. But, look, this is going to be – Yeah, we do. Next, John. This is going sim- <laughs> to be similar to what you saw in game two. But I just uh, – again, that that's the way it has to be. It can't be, oh, you know, Tatum just takes over and everyone falls in. No, I think he's going to – you guys have to get back to sharing the basketball, knocking down shots, and I think they will. I mean, a lot of these wide open threes that they got throughout this game, I don't, I don't think you see the same result. I mean, that's just not. It's just how this team's respond historically, especially throughout you know that slump midseason and, and and beyond, even throughout the playoffs as well. They respond, especially you know the, the way they lost these last two games, and I think Tatum's gonna have a big part of that. And, and you know, same thing. Probably you could say it's probably the same thing about Jalen, but it's not gonna just be those two. You know, I think they, they get going from from deep. They, they get a lot of those shots to fall that didn't happen in this one, and, and they pull it out. I said I was going to go 90 minutes crapping on Tatum, and uh, we're almost at the 90-minute mark, so I'll do it. Nice. No, listen, I don't care. I don't think it has to be the Tatum goes off game. I don't think it has to be the Tatum anything game. If you're not going to score, don't waste everybody else's time dribbling around the basketball and taking bad shots and forcing the issue. Just play within the flow of the offense, and when it comes to you, it comes to you, okay? I don't want the Tatum game. I don't want it. It could be one of those 10 assist games. I don't want the Tatum game. I don't think this team needs the Tatum game. I I don't think fans should want it. Just play friggin' basketball. I started this series predicting Celtics in seven. I'm staying with Celtics in seven. Okay. Which means they're going to win Game Six because they're going to get hot and they're going to have one of those yeah. massive shooting games. And Game Seven is going to be a total friggin', you know, f, you know, <laughs> insane game where you're going to love and hate them eighty five thousand times, and somehow they're going to win it, barely hanging on, and should have blown the game like fourteen thousand times. Uh, but they they, they win. <laughs> it's going to be Jimmy. It's going to be the Heat rolling back and Jimmy Butler misses a three sort of win. You're going to be like, oh, my that's God. Yeah. Is that going to be an afternoon game? Yeah, well, that's game, how close it was last year, man. People forget. That's the thing. Is that an that's, afternoon game, John? Uh, we don't know. It depends if there's another game seven or not, but I don't know. I don't know what that goes. I may yeah, not. Was, on sun- was it Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. 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 Mother Day. Oh, my God, dude. I have. I hope my mom's not watching. I hope my mom's not watching. <laughs> Just hold <laughs> it. really good at poker. You're showing that? That poker face. You were showing that poker face for 90 minutes. I said, you must be really good at poker. With what? With I said, you must be really good at poker. You've been showing that poker face for 90 minutes. I'm okay. Um, I thought you were going to say Philly in seven, at least. No, nah, I'm sticking with it. Sticking right. with it. It's, a, right. it's that wild ride you know, that, they, that they take us on. But anyway... Right. I'm not gonna take. Listen, I'm not gonna take a victory lap if I'm if I'm right. I'm, I'm I, like I said it. When yes, it was, you will. When it was you and me, Jimmy, I I don't want to take any victory laps over some of the things that we've said about this team no. coming to fruition. But when they keep showing it, I do think that this team, if this team goes down to the Sixers here, 
I'm in going. six, they're going to lose a lot of they're going to lose a lot of defenders. You, you guys going. are the boy. You guys are the the scorned scorned boyfriends right now. Coming I'm going. Back no, Jimmy, I'm going. I'm going. One more. I'm going Sixers and seven. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Bobby. Three garden get? losses. Look at Sherrod's wow. face. Look, look at the Sherrod face. Bobby, I like it. Wow. You know what, Bobby? Sherrod, <laughs> <laughs> wow. you're, you're going sixes and six. I was shocked you didn't say that in the beginning, Bobby. I mean, I was like, sky's falling. This, this is right on par. Like, you know, this is. I want to be on the record here that John Zanis is the only one who thinks the Celtics are going to win this series at this point in time. I want everyone to it's remember close, this. John, like I said, whoever, whoever hits more threes in game seven, I think, is going to move on. I'm feeling I'm better about the, the Celtics' here. chances of winning now. I, I know, like that right? Bobby. So Bobby, Bobby's going with the road teams in the next couple of games. Coming you know, up Bobby, games. the guy who called this one a sweep for the Celtics, right? You know what's so oh, funny? Just now? Like, you had to yeah. bring that up just like, damn. All right, cool. Uh, hey, just say. I didn't think Embiid was fine. I do believe. Right, right. I do believe there's. Um, I I do believe there's a there is a faction of Celtics fans out there that want to be put put out of their misery. That it is it is stressful. This is a tough team to root for. It has been for a long time. It's a really difficult team to root the, for. Wait till you see the Heat next round. <laughs> it's it's going to be another Boston one. fans another just can't catch ride. a break. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks, guys. We're back on Thursday night in Philly. Sherrod, are you going back? Yeah, I'll be going back. Sherrod's there. Bobby's there. We'll have a collection of uh, us other stiffs here nice. uh, reporting on what we're hoping is not the last Garden oh, Report. I'll be ready. At least we're hoping is not the last post-game garden report of the season yeah, regardless yeah. win or lose we will continue bringing your basketball coverage talking about celtics related issues through the rest of the nba playoffs no season, and finale. season. No season finale we're just hoping we don't have the season finale on yeah. thursday which is possible didn't think it was possible up until uh very recently but it is so that would be a heck of a show though but not yet not yet we'll see we're all, we're all wearing black on thursday New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. 